Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. It is January the 22nd. Julie, welcome to today's podcast. Yes, happy Friday. We've got some new stuff for you guys. We do. And so we've been working intensely for really, I'd say, the last four or five months, Mm -hmm. you know, well into last year, getting these guys prepared for this year, pleading, begging, threatening. Yes, treasure mapping them. (laughs) Treasure mapping them. Get your treasure map done. And now we're going to move, we're going to assume or we're going to act as if you guys have already completed your real estate treasure maps. And now we're going to move past the writing of the goals uh, as a recurring theme on the podcast to the actual accomplishment of the goals. Yay. But for those of you who have yet to do your real estate treasure maps, tech. 2021 to 855-685-1045. All you've got to do, and you should just do that now, right now on your mobile phone. 95% of you are listening to us right now on your mobile phones. Just text 2021 to 855-685-1045. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link. And within that link is going to be uh, one of, I think, six different books that you can download. The Real Estate Treasure Map is, is our fill-in-the-blank business plan. And that is going to be the thing that you want to print out immediately. How many pages is it, Julie? I don't know, 140-something? The treasure map is. Well, remember, there's the discussion that ramps up. We talk about the stages of mastery. Yeah. Wow, that's like a, a whole, lot. That's like a whole ream of paper. Well, it's so, a book. So, <laughs> so hit double side when you're printing. There's there's yeah. an advanced suggestion. Um, yes, so do do that immediately. And that book is available for sale, but why don't you just download it for free? So just text 855-685-1045. Um, and also, speaking of books, thank you for continuing. Um, we don't really pay attention to sales statistics in the book, believe it or not. And I'm holding it in my hand. Thank you for continuing to make Harris Rules the bestseller that it has become and continues to be. Um, and it is available at Barnes & Noble. Really, any place that sells physical bo- uh, books has our book. It's usually back in the real estate investment section. There's really not a lot of books out there that are very similar to ours. I suppose some of Gary Keller's books are. But go back to the bookstore, buy the book, Harris Rules. Um, if you're wondering, oh my gosh, I'm new in real estate, or oh my gosh, I want to basically take my business to the next level, what's my plan? That's the book. The Real Estate Treasure Map complements it personally, because what you're doing then is you're filling in the blanks of essentially what your specific personal plan is, and the Real Estate Treasure Map sort of, you know, well, not sort of, it does give you your exact GPS to accomplish your goals. And so good, you can also obviously get that on Amazon. And one last announcement, we're going to get to Mrs. Harris's first point. Um, I don't know why I've taken to calling you Mrs. Harris. I don't know. Do you notice that? I have not yet had the big birthday, so you can just keep that to yourself. You mean 30 for the, what would it be, 20th time? Yes, that Thir- one. 30 for the 20th <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. Exactly. That's coming up soon. Dun, 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 <laughs> as we <Zoe> would say. <laughs> uh, well, we do have, um, we're going to tell them what the, um, <laughs> Julie, you should see Julie's facial expressions right now as I reminded her mm-hmm. that she's 30 for the 20th time in a couple of months. Um, you do not look 30th. 30 for the 20th time yes. at all. Not even remotely, you. by the way. That. You look absolutely gorgeous. So um, books. Julie has taken on, um, and this is Julie mostly that does the books. Julie's taken on the writing assignment of producing two books before the end of June. So if you guys want to know if we're thinking big and if we set goals, absolutely we do. And the first book is actually going to be a journal. We mentioned this last a year. Planner. 
A planner, sorry, yeah. So it's a di- well, you describe it, Julie. Well, I mean, the difference between a journal and a planner. A journal is, you know, where you write your thoughts, you brainstorm, you, you know, all of that kind of personal introspection, which is great. But a uh, planner is a business planner to keep you on track. You can track your goals, you can track your contacts, your daily schedule will be in there. Uh, there is a page for tracking your magic number. But so, it's a, it's like a daily thing that holds it's them a accountable. Daily planner, yes. And one thing, it, like one day compounds into the other, compounds exactly. into the other. And I, I, I was, you were going through different templates and trying to decide on basically what sort of. There's so many planners out there, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are really ridiculously complicated. Yeah, this won't be uh, massively analytical. I right. know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. And you know, a planner shouldn't be intimidating. It's no. supposed to be your co-pilot. And this is something so. that they're supposed to be filling out, like it's a book. They that use they it act- every day, right? Yeah. So it's an old school planner. We don't. I mean, we've tried personally the digital planners, and I just don't know why they don't work for. They don't they're work very for fussy. me. Well, fussy. It's like it's like sort of learning one of these real estate CRMs. You and know, you have to remember to go to it to log into it. You know, a planner, ideally, if it's working for you, you you have it all the time. You want to do you it. Know? You want to do it. Right. It I'll, keeps you on track. And it keeps you on track, but also not completing every day makes you sort of like almost feel guilty for not having done it mm-hmm. because you want to look to see, you know, you want to be proud of yourself by writing down whatever your successes were. And also you want to remind yourself what you should have done by looking to see what you pledged to do and you didn't get done. So there's two sides of that coin. So that's the first one. And the second book that she's going to write, and that one's going to, what do you think that first one, the planner will be done i think maybe a month or less yeah the planner is pretty easy compared to the second book and the second book is actually she's gonna we're we're probably gonna do this together is we're gonna revise the real estate treasure map and not really change much of the content but we're gonna change the format we're gonna probably put a lot more stories in it a lot more sort of you know stories from you guys and your own experiences following through on the treasure map um, things like that. We're going to probably, well, we're definitely going to put in more graphs. We're going to make the whole layout, um, you know, at a higher level, all that good stuff. And that's going to come in the second quarter of 2021. So all those things are coming to a bookstore near you. These are all going to be available at least on Amazon, but probably a bunch of other um, book resellers as well. So good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I think I'd like to do, if you don't mind, a, a shout out for them to send in to me, to my yeah. email, julie at timandjulieharris.com. Just a quick little story about something you used from listening to the podcast or maybe your premier That's coaching client idea. so that I can maybe put that in the book. So I'll give you a quick story uh, that floated through my email yesterday from a uh, client named Neil. And he's been with us for a long time, uh, but he said he had a question about um, something going on in a deal. And he said, by the way, I have to thank you because the reason I have this opportunity, and this was, this was like over $100,000 worth of commission opportunity. It was like three houses in one commercial type mm-hmm. of thing, I believe. He said the reason I got that was as a referral that came out of an open house where the listing I had because I followed your expired system. That's awesome. So, you know, it wasn't just the expired, but the open house business he got. And now this, like a year later or something, that's huge opportunity for him. So I, I hope to use, with permission, that story in the book. Yeah. So, you know, you can email whatever you'd like to to Julie, and you might use it in the book. Uh, email it to julie at timandjulieharris.com. But you can also message us on, you know, Instagram or Facebook. You can, however you want to get the information yeah. to us, get it to us, and we will find it. All right. So Julie has prepared a really cool podcast topic. No big surprise there. And so, Julie, if you'd like to sure. pick up from there. Okay. So we also, started. So you think yeah. I was calling you Mrs. Harris because you're going to be 30 for the 20th time. That's <laughs> true. Know. I will stop. Would you like, what would you like to call, what would be a youthful version of that? Just Julie's okay. 
Yeah, Julie's pretty youthful. <laughs> Jules, people tease me about you calling me Jules on the call. Okay, that's what we'll do. We'll move that's away fine. from the Mrs. House to Harris. Because you okay. might, you're right. It might be a subconscious acceptance of the fact that you're going to be yeah, 20. you don't have to keep saying than, it. Right. Okay. Right. Got it. So <laughs> back to topic. Um, but at the top of this podcast, we were talking about how for, you know, two or three months, really, the last of uh, last quarter of 2020, and then a little bit when we started the year, we we're getting you guys to do the treasure map. That is slating out your business plan. So hopefully, now if you're a new listener, okay, order it and get going. But for the rest of you, we should be getting out of the getting ready to get started to someday launch into my goals. So how serious are you about your goals? Are you a goal setter or a goal achiever? So there is a writer and historian named Will Durant. I like his quote, uh, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. I want you guys to think about that. What are your habits currently? Now, in the book called Great by Choice, the author shares the true story of two explorers, Amundsen and Scott. Each of them led separate teams on an expedition race to the South Pole in 1911. The journey there and back was about 1,400 miles, okay? So both teams would travel the same distance through really harsh weather. Each team took a totally different approach to their journey. Scott's strategy was to walk as far as possible on the good weather days and then rest up on the bad days to conserve energy. Sound familiar? Working when you feel like working or when conditions are right? Conversely, Amundsen's team stuck to a strict regimen of consistent progress walking 20 miles a day no matter what. Who won? Amundsen's team. Consistent action doing what they didn't want to do when they didn't want to do it, even on the hardest days. Julie. That was good. I thought you'd like that. Are you, that must be something you're writing for the new book. It is. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now that your job is to execute your goals, how are you doing so far? Does your daily schedule actually reflect your goals? Don't mistake the statement of your goals as the same thing as executing your goals. If your goals are truly, quote, smart goals, you should be already on the path to achieving them. What does smart stand for? Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely or time-dependent. Do you have short-term goals backed by disciplined daily action? So here's another thing that I think that you'll appreciate, Tim. The aviation industry has a guideline or a rule. It's called the 60 to 1 rule. That rule states that if you're one degree off your designated course, you'll miss your target landing spot by 92 feet for every mile you fly. In other words, one mile off for every 60 miles traveled. So you think I'd appreciate that quote? Why? Because I used to fly F-16s? No, because you're, I was in because Top Gun? you're a client that's the F-22 guy. Oh, you're talking about Legrand. Legrand, yeah. Legrand's a listener, actually. I know. So, well, maybe so, I so, Julie, or so Legrand, Julie just basically threw that quote out. And Legrand actually used to fly F-18s, which are the one-seater versions of the F-16s. He was an F-18 Hornet pilot. So there you go, Legrand. Julie's yes. thinking of and you. And feel free to correct me if I screwed any of that up. But and, I, I and, think it's right. And yes, his name is really Legrand, and he is one of the top realtors in Charleston, South Carolina. So if you have any referrals down that way, make sure you look him up. I assure you there's only one Legrand realtor, so you can just hit the Google button and find his information. There you go. So I think the point of the 60 to 1 rule is that you think being off by one degree isn't a big deal, but if you're flying a plane, you for every uh, one degree off your landing spot, you're missing it by 92 feet. I don't know about you, but that's enough of the runway to, you know, that you don't want to miss it. Or one mile off for every 60 miles traveled. So are you on track ahead or behind on your goals? What are your milestones? So I have a couple of examples and then a little bit of homework for them. First example, 
If your magic number of listings, remember that's the number of listings that you've got to have active at all times to meet or exceed your monthly goals. Which they can discover, self-discover when they complete the real estate treasure map by texting 2021 to 855-685-1045. That is the ultimate goal of the treasure map, by the way, is for you to get your real estate uh, business down to one number. And that's what we call your real estate, your magic number in essence. Mm -hmm. It's the number of listings you need at all times to meet or exceed all of your personal and financial goals. All right. So if your magic number of listings needs to be five, but you've already gone 22 days into 2021 with only one listing, what is your next action step? This depends a lot on your skill set. If you're new at being a listing agent, perhaps the measurable and specific milestone is to take one more by the end of next month because you've got to maybe get your pre-listing package done and get your presentation skills going. But if you're already a great listing agent and you're just being lazy, then your goal should be five listings by February 15th. Would you agree with those milestones? Yeah, definitely. So another example, let's say you need to lose 20 pounds and choose a significant date to attach the goal to. Remember, it has to be timely, has to be specific. So choose a date to attach the goal to, like your birthday or a wedding you're going to or a vacation. Then set milestones like five pounds per month until you get there. Let's let's hover there. Mm -hmm. So Julie, she, she intentionally... Like when she said five listings uh, by February 15th, I actually felt out of probably half of our probably 15,000 people listening today, a collective gasp of like fear <laughs> by you know. saying that. Okay. It already gets your mind thinking though, doesn't it? That's the reason that she said it that way. Yeah. And, there, and Napoleon Hill talks about this in Think and Grow Rich. And there's a lot of sort of, you know, modern woo-woo versions of this. There's something magical that happens when you set your course into action about the achievement of a goal. But the first thing you've got to do, look, your number might not be five. Do your real estate treasure map and you'll know what your number is. Let's say your number is three. So could you, everyone listening right now, could you actually take, you know, pick your number, let's say three listings by February 15th? Could you? Now, if your initial reaction is no, because I don't know how, well, then you now have a course of action. Get into action learning how, but don't learn before you earn. So actually go out there and follow the coaching. Do what we suggest you do to go after sellers. Um, you know, be a proactive lead generator. You don't have to buy leads. You don't have to build funnels. You don't have to, you know, basically hopeful, hope and pray that your success will find you. You can actually go out there and get it by a, being a proactive lead generator. Julie and I are advocates, always have been advocates, never won't advocate, advocate for this. You want to have a prospecting or proactive lead generation-based business that's marketing enhanced. You do it the other way, you're never going to be in control. And by the way, when you become really effective at being a pro, a, you know, proactive prospector, in essence, a proactive lead generator, you probably never will find the marketing stuff appealing because you'll see right through it as being mostly gimmicks. Um, so as far as the achievement of a specific goal by a specific deadline, she was just giving you some subcon or subliminal coaching there. You don't want to set yourself on a course to accomplish a goal that you can accomplish in 30 days in, say, 60, 90, or six months, or let alone the whole year. You By putting the pressure on yourself to accomplish that specific goal by that specific date, um, and so like, say, for example, you thought you're going to lose you know, 15 pounds by the end of you know, June. Well, if you give yourself that long, how long are you going to actually take to take that goal seriously? You're probably not going to get started until May. Isn't that true? That's what most of you are going to do. So whatever you think is a realistic time frame to accomplish a goal, cut it by half. And look, if you miss the target, who cares? At the end of the day, you're still going to be a lot further than if you'd done it the old-fashioned way of giving yourself too much time to get ready to get started and then procrastinate the goal into basically nothingness. Yes, this is an excellent point because... 
when you have all that time stretching out, it's so easy to procrastinate because you figure you you know you'll you got you can do it next month or you can well, do it next quarter. And by the way, this is also one of the reasons why the planner is going to come in quarterly planners so that you can concentrate on shorter chunks of time and get into action faster. Well, I was just thinking, like we are helping um, on a Zoom today. We helped the Office of Agents fill out their PPP uh, applications mm-hmm. today. You know, the PPP loans, they're taking those applications now. We've done podcasts about this. We've given you instructions about this. Just go to timandjulieharris.com. Go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Listen to what we say. Just follow our suggestions exactly what to do. The new PPP application takes, what, 15, 20 minutes? Depending on how organized you are. So, yeah. you know, maybe a half an hour tops. And then it's a forgivable loan. It's a, It yeah. starts out as a loan and then it, it basically can turn into grant if you use, I think, it's 75% of the PPP money uh, for payroll. And once you do that, you assen- essentially can file to have the loan forgiven, of which that will make it so you guys get, in essence, free money, thus the name grant. Yes. Are you filling this out? And here's, the, here's an example. If you don't fill it out, if you don't do this uh, ASAP, just like last time, you can be assured that the money is all going to be gobbled up and you're not going to get a PP yeah, loan because you... Technically, it's, they've got until March 31st, but I can tell you from that Zoom call, many of those PPP application sites are already locked. You know, they like they crash all the time. Obviously, right. people are going after the money. So don't procrastinate, I think is what you're trying to say. But that's an example, right? Yeah. So when you have external accountability, mm-hmm. if you don't get the paperwork done in time, you're not going to get the free money, basically. Yep. Well, then you're going to be more motivated. But when you set this goal that so, and you you maybe have days, may, maybe a week to get this done, and then there's going to be some announcement the money is going to be gone. That's what will happen. Yep. So the reality of it is, is that's going to motivate you because you can see yourself losing that money, right? Right. Now, is the same thing going to, do you get that same emotion if you decide, you know, to if, you know, with the taking of the three listings in 30 days? No, you know, not necessarily until you actually decide to allow yourself to feel the stress of accomplishing the goal. And when you do, like when I was saying you're going to get free money for filling out the PP loan application, do you notice how your brain immediately went to you sitting in front of a computer, you answering questions on a form, you getting the work done? Well, if I say take three listings in the next 30 days, a lot of you just basically hit a blank. You don't know what to do. That's the reason you hire a coach. Yes. So speaking of which, here's your homework. Create. And most importantly, follow your daily business schedule, which reflects your goals. Set specific milestones in your calendar. Consider adding some accountability. You can have a race to your magic number contest with somebody. Some of our coaching clients are doing this. Definitely. Or get a personal trainer to achieve your fitness goals. So up your accountability, chop your time frame in half, make it measurable and specific, get it written down. So again, Getting you started on this, of course, is the treasure map. Some of you have already filled it out. All you have to do is execute. So if you don't have it, uh, just text 2021 to 855-685-1045. No excuses. So I want to round the bend here with a quote from William Thackeray. He said, successful people aren't born that way. They, They become successful by establishing the habit of doing things unsuccessful people don't like to do. That's for sure. You know, I'm going to have two thoughts for you. I know you have to go, Julie, but let me, I'm going to talk to you about one other thing. Okay. And this is some, a recurring theme I have been picking up a lot on lately, and I don't know quite why people think this way, so I just want to talk okay. with you about it, sure. okay? Uh-huh. So there seems to be in the sort of, a, you know, I don't know, the zeitgeist of entrepreneurs in particular. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you where I picked a lot of this up is attending a lot of those, um, what are they called? Clubhouse? Those clubhouse, thank mm-hmm. you. I'm listening to a lot of the clubhouse things. And, and when you listen to these uh, people, you know, doing their little mini presentations, every single time mm-hmm. they see it, it almost seems a requirement that they've like had epic, huge, colossal failures. 
It's almost I don't get it. It's almost like yeah. they're so they're sig- you know uh, what would it be called uh, you know signaling or you know yeah. they're somehow telling the world that I just you know my success that I'm experiencing now came after lots and lots of failure and pain. Almost like you can't it's like ha- success guilt. Right, that's what it is. That's yeah. that's I don't know if people are acknowledging but here's the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you listen and you consume a lot of information like that where you're thinking, well, you know, Bob, he had, you know, 15 divorces and 17 heart attacks and you know, his dog chewed off his leg and then finally he, you know, he hits a home run and he's yeah. successful. Then you might be thinking that you have to go through the gates of hell to get to where you want to be too. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to tell you that's not true. And what that is, mostly it's what we just said. It's success guilt or people not wanting to basically be ostracized for being rich. You got to see it for what it is. It's ridiculous. And there's an interesting quote from Warren Buffett. Um, you know, society, humans, <laughs> really, but mostly Americans love to celebrate the guy or gal that, you know, built it up and had all this success and then lost it all and then built it up again. In other words, they love to celebrate the comeback story. And Warren Buffett says, I don't, I, I mean, I appreciate that and whatnot, but the reality of it is, is I like to celebrate the entrepreneur that built the business, never lost it all and kept building it. And and that goes, again, that goes against the, the way that people think that the path towards success is supposed to be. They don't realize that when you, you can't have ever increasing levels of success in all areas of your life, you don't have to have setbacks. You don't have to have failures. You you just simply have to drill down. And it goes back to your quote, Julie, about mm-hmm. your, the story you were talking about, about the two, yeah, the mountain climbers. It's the consistency. Mm-hmm. It's the doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And guys, on the other side of that is everything you want. Now, what you're doing, you know, you know, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, but whatever it is you're doing isn't actually the thing that's going to get you to your goal. That's where you have to be discerning about who you listen to and the information you consume. Going back to the point I'm making, if you're listening or reading all these books that about people losing it all before they're actually able to achieve success, you know, it could be personal success, it could be physical success, financial success. You are subconsciously going to model that behavior, especially if you see that as a continuous theme. You're going to think that you have to crash and burn, you know, maybe once, twice, 10 times before you personally can be successful. And I'm here to tell you that is not true. You have no. any thoughts on that? No, it's absolutely not a requirement. And I think that you are wise to point out that even if you don't think it's getting into your subconscious, it is. If that's something you're getting to be a little addicted to, and you might not even be doing it on purpose because you picked it up on Clubhouse, mm-hmm. right? And you weren't going to Clubhouse house to do that but they came out on what you were listening well everyone but there wasn't a single person that was Mm -hmm. presenting it's almost you remember in high school Mm -hmm. right when everyone had a story well exactly they do that now too i mean people do that that. now no it's and it's weird well maybe it's an attention getting thing maybe it's i don't know they're trying to make themselves relatable yeah I don't know. I have to think about it. I think it's interesting, though. Well, think about it now. I'm curious what you think. Um, I mean, I I I don't want to sound crass, like I don't care about somebody's recovery story I or guess, what have you, or what have you. Well, reco- I appreciate re- that. Recovery. I is know a, it's another. It's a different yes. genre of word. Okay? So move away from the word recovery or, or pulling out of whatever it was that affected them. Right. Okay. So I don't want to take anything away from that. I appreciate that, and some of those stories are pretty incredible. But on the flip side to it is, you you can't you know, think that that has to happen in order, like, you know, this comes out with musicians a lot, that you, that because a lot of, especially the classical composers had all these issues, you know, that you have to suffer, suffer for their art. Yep. And if you haven't suffered, then you don't really deserve it or your product isn't going to be as good because you haven't been through that. So that's S-H-I-T. fascinating. I'm glad I brought this yeah. up. So you're, it, you're right. It, it, I know you're right. It's the suffering artist uh, it, philosophy. Yes. It's the, it's like the fragile genius suffering artist 
you know, going through it and all, all of that, that's, that it would be easy to believe if you didn't have that, that, you know, you either don't deserve it or it's not as good somehow. And I, I don't think that that's true. I think everybody has their own experience. And I think that the thing that overrides all of that, whether, whether you became successful through overcoming something or not, the one thing that gets everyone there is having good habits. And that's why I made this podcast was it's not, uh, there's something that I said in there about don't mistake setting the goal as being good enough, right? Thinking about your goal isn't going to get you there. You have to take the action to get yourself there on a very consistent basis, right? So whether, you know, maybe you're, you're getting over an illness or, or whatever, okay? Habits will get you out of it. Whether you don't have any woe is me story, habits will get you there. And in both cases, it's going to get you there faster than getting ready to get started or, you know, trying to manufacture. What was the book that was like limiting beliefs where you get some success and then you create some drama that drug you down? I can't remember. Well, uh, that's, a, yeah. that's a psychological thing, too. And that all yeah. goes back. It's, it's all the same. It's self-imposed self-flagellation is kind yes. of what it kind of what it feels like. Julie, be careful. <laughs> yeah. crazy woman what are you doing yeah. we need to clean up our uh, podcasting studio it's beginning to look like a jungle in here Yeah. alright so listeners uh, have a great Friday have a wonderful weekend please continue to listen to the podcast do us a favor and hop over to iTunes and give us a 5 star review um, don't give us a 4 star you know you want to hit 5 and when you're over there do hit subscribe we'd sincerely appreciate it thank you for continuing to make this number one listen to daily podcast for real estate agents do go back and listen to a lot of you guys will tell us that you spend the weekends to catch up on past shows. That's a great idea. I think Julie and I are, we are really drilled down trying to provide you guys with the best possible content we can in the limiting amount of time that we have, frankly, of 30 minutes or so a day. Um, and I think we've been hitting out of the park, especially based on the feedback we've been getting all from all of you. So if you're looking for motiva- motivation, if you're looking for education, if you're looking for real, you know, frankly, direction in your business, go back and listen to the pos- past podcast and deep dive into what it takes to be successful at a high level for a long period of time. And I want you to really think about the last little thing I brought up with Julie. You really do not do not have to suffer for your art before you're allowed to experience success. And I know when you watch TED Talks and all these other types of things, they all like to lead with their story of woe. And it is crazy. You don't, and it's, again, be, be very careful that if you're listening to that and watching that, you're going to start modeling it subconsciously. And then you're going to maybe create, this was Julie's point a second ago, you're going to manifest failure or it wasn't necessary in your life. So attach yourself to the people and the thoughts and the actions and the beliefs that you were that are representative of the person that you want to be. And then do not let go of that. And be, again, very, very selective on who you let in your head. Remember the little course correction thing Julie was giving as far as the plane landing? So the, the fantastic analogy, right? No big, you know, no surprise coming from Julie. She's a great um, author. But I want you to really think about that. Where are you just one or two degrees off in your thinking and your actions and your behavior? All of us are in a whole bunch of different ways. I mean, I could just think of about a dozen different ways I can actually get myself, um, you know, more focused, more in, in, on, on target with a runway. And I'm sure all of you guys can as well. But the key things in your life, like you're always going to be a little off kilter about everything. I mean, we're human after all. But the key things to not be off kilter with are the things that we, you know, 
ask you guys to seriously uh, get accomplished every single day in your real estate practice. And we talk about this in the real estate treasure map. So without taking more of your time, just do yourself a favor and download the real estate treasure map. Text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Text 2021 to 855-685-1045. And as a Uh, For those of you who would like to join EXP, uh, Julie and I would love to sponsor you. You can text me directly at 512-758-0206. And I'll answer all your questions personally about EXP. And, uh, you know, we'll move forward if it's the right uh, choice for you, if it's the right move, which, by the way, it is for 100% of you. So don't be surprised if after you text me, you find yourself joining Julie and I at EXP. But in the interim, have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show actually on Sunday. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.